basically what's up witches i'm rachel laforest and i'm leah knauer and you are listening to basic witches but you already knew that witch um (laughs) today we have an awesome episode i think you're gonna really love our guest yes my dear friend and the co-creator writer and director of pen 15 the most amazing show on hulu sam zwiebelman he's a fucking sweetheart (laughs) so sweet and an artist and sort of living in the unknown and really embracing um the questioning and the mystery of life Mm -hmm. and of course we have a spot on reading at the end so be sure to tune in to that and if you'd like some readings from us join our patreon where we'll give you monthly card polls even shout outs on the pod and you can find that at the link in our bio on Instagram at Basic Witches. And if you would be so kind as to subscribe and give us a five-star iTunes review, we will send you so many basic blessings, witch. Mm-hmm. And we will not put a hex on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's travel back to childhood. Let's travel into the unknown. And not let's... again. No, Rachel, I don't want to go back. But it'll be fun because we're with Sam Zwiebelman. Oh, okay. Let's go. Hi, Sam. Oh. How are you? <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> That's how I've been answering that question lately, too. Just okay, laughter. let me let me microscale it. How's your day going today? Micro. Well, actually, you know, aren't we neighbors? Yeah. I'm not gonna say the street name, but I am looking out my window right now and uh I have this new desk and I'm looking and I'm just expecting to see you oh, parallel so Rachel, like splitting from your body, walking down the street. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Okay, let's get into it. How many realities do you think there are? I already knew Rachel wanted to go there. (laughs) How many? How many do you think, Sam? Infinite? I I said seven out of my, I just said that that was the first thing that came to my mind. Seven is magical. Yeah, it's a, I've done no actual thinking about it. Got it. <laughs> well, I just last night watched um, the Mandela Effect, the movie mm-hmm. on Amazon, mm-hmm. and I was into it. I was like up till midnight, and usually I've been going to bed around nine. <laughs> well, the but Mandela it was like- Effect itself is so interesting for people who yeah. don't know. It's like when you when the conscious collective remembers something differently than what is how it's called. appearing, like Berenstein. Or Berenstain. What did you guys think? Berenstain. Steen. Steen. Yeah. Steen, but it was. But it was. Steen. But when you when right? you look at it We're now, all it's wrong. No, when you look at it now, it's A I N. But we all remember it as E I N. Yeah. How is that? I don't think I don't even believe it. When did you look at these? The A I N. There's there's internet? another one. I know this because we've talked about it on the podcast before. There's another one with Shazam, a movie yes. starring Shaq. Which I swear I saw and other people swear they saw, but it's not true. It's like, it's Kazam and it's another movie with someone else. You're right. Your instincts are right. I also know Shazam was Sinbad. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. 
And I, both of those are my ones where I'm like, no, I'm right. The modern intelligence is wrong. So like, do you think that we're in a game or a simulation or a matrix? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't even let myself think that. Okay. I told you we go, we go hard fast here. You guys warned me and yeah. existential crisis. Sam, what is life? <laughs> tell us. Please tell us. We've been asking these questions each week. Still I don't, don't even know. let, yeah, I don't even let myself. Well, is that like conscious? Are you like, because you, ha- I mean, I've known you for many years now and you always have a really calm energy, which is one of the reasons I love being around you. And I, mm-hmm. and it's one of the reasons I'm always like, Sam, when I greet you, it's always in that tone because you seem calm to me. It's because I'm denying (laughs) certain things about the world and just not letting them. I'm just blocked. I'm just so Mm. active. Interesting. Um, I don't know that, 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 yeah, I don't want to dwell on if I'm a um, simulation. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do with that? Just what, what, if that were true, like, what are you supposed to, how are you supposed to go on? You know? Right. I mean, Play no one has the best ev- ability you can. Is that <laughs> high score? <laughs> do you like the show Black Mirror? Do you like watching things in that genre? Or do you kind of stay away from that too? No, it all, it all, it all, like, I do think I protect myself from a certain amount of, like, I don't know how I feel about that. However, I really dig the questions. I dig the mystery because I know, I don't know, the mystery of everything is so deep in, like, I feel that super deep. It doesn't mean I'm going around thinking about it a lot, but I do connect with you know, I, I just, and also, but like, I don't know, I don't sit around and think too much. I think mm. I'm, um, what's know, the opposite of pensive? What lazy. are you? <laughs> lazy and boring. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a spiritual person at all? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you believe as far as how like the universe works? Again, I, I, so I was raised half Jewish and half Christian. So I ended up sort of denying all of it. <laughs> That's um, what you get. <laughs> you got to choose or else I'm out. <laughs> um, but, you know, it would be there's just certain things and certain experiences of other people throughout history where you like, you got to respect a little bit of, you know, unexplained. Mm. So I, again, I'm very much like, I love living in, I believe in the mystery. I believe not in one thing or God or not God. I believe in like Mm. the, the crazy swirling chaos and the beauty Mm. of that. I was just going to ask you, could you describe how the mystery feels to you visually? Because you're a creator and director and um, I know you visualize it. So what does that look or feel like to you? It's like, okay, well, I'm just winging it. Yeah, yeah. Wing it. But 
my first instinct is like, it's kind of a, we're just dust particles that occasionally sparkle and swirl that look random, but maybe viewing back it's pattern-esque and Mm. beautiful, but also dark and cloudy. And um, Mm. so I think it depends on how far away you are from it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a big cosmos of people yeah. and connections. Yeah, it sounds beautiful, yeah. but mysterious. Yeah, and but dark and like yeah, like chaotic at times. Yeah, I mean it, it's not good for a lot of people, or even in life's hard, you know. Well, and it's well, it scares people, and it's really interesting to hear you say that you love the mystery because mystery is what scares most people Mm. like not knowing and Mm. you're actually comfortable not knowing it sounds like you'd rather not know in a way it just makes more sense that way like that you start to piece together just seems either too easy or there's an example of how that's bullshit so you sort of almost like I'm kind of an all or nothing person according to my therapist so I'm (laughs) nothing where I'm just like literally you can't explain it. And so we're holding on for dear life. And, um, uh, so, so I don't like believe in one thing. I just Mm -hmm. random. What is your sign? Do you know? Yeah, I know, but I don't know much about it, but I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Whenever I've read it, I've been like, yeah, I think that sort of fits me. Um, but then there's counter examples where it's just doesn't apply that's probably your other signs coming through i'm a capricorn rising and my mom is a capricorn so i know capricorn pretty well yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) well what you were i want to go back to the mystery again because i'm a double scorpio and i love mystery and intrigue and the darkness and the unknown and as i'm like i have dark purple lipstick on um and black rings thank you um were you always like that? I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm oh, no. you are always, um, no, I was scared of it before yeah. I was such a perfectionist and really, really creative always, but, um, like scared to not be in control. And then actually going to acting school, I became best friends with former guest sparkle and she just (laughs) sparkled all over my life and got me out of like trying to control everything. Um, and then from, so from like 15 or 16 on, I've been more into the dark mystery. Um, but to me, that's all the feminine energy. Like if you think about a womb, Mm. it looks like the universe. It's like a a zoomed in universe. It's um, dark, mysterious, creates life. Like, Mm -hmm. wow. So I think you've been kind of describing like the feminine energy. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I just looked into a womb. (laughs) Well, you did once. (laughs) I do there's something to feminine energy that is. Yeah. We all have it something there's clearly something there of like intimidating and because it's powerful like truly like I do I do very much feel a strong pull there and I have a little of that myself oh definitely I just have to it's almost like you gotta respect it a little bit Mm. you almost have to like just easy it's it's there and it's powerful did you grow up around women 
Not necessarily. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't meet a woman until college. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Rachel was the first woman I've met. Wow, yeah. what a woman to meet! Yeah, right. oh, what a started first off right. <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I think I'm I was... curious how you learned as a man to tap into that feminine and and not um, feel emasculated or like it's wrong because we well, all I have feminine up energy. Like a guy's guy, um, and then. After college, I worked for this company where I was just an assistant for all women. It was like nine Mm. women. Many of them were um, gay. And they took me under their beautiful female gay wings and like (laughs) almost raised me. And I just loved them. Mm. I was so impressed with them. And they were just into. And so like I began writing about women, not because I know or understand them, but almost as a like curiosity where mm-hmm. I got a chance to learn about them. Cause there's so because guys, I feel maybe just cause I'm one, we're just so simple. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> How pretty, mm-hmm. Like, which is great. And in, in mm-hmm. so many ways, um, you know, you're getting, yeah. Or any of my guys totally. almost. And of course there are exceptions, <laughs> but, yes. um, I don't know. You guys are just, there's just, you know, that, that universe and that like mm-hmm. magnetism of Expansive. energy and, mm-hmm. and it's just so much more interesting simply. When, when women come together, it's like bubbling energy. Yeah, like there's just so much to talk about. Like, yeah. You're <laughs> taking different routes and I can follow it. And I just love that. Yes. I will yes. be texting like one girlfriend and we'll be having three different conversations in the same text chain, totally seamlessly. And it's just like, women are amazing. <laughs> Yeah, you're operating on a different. <laughs> and we and we are and we are more complex, like you said, because the mystery and because our cycles like mm-hmm. we so the cycle is called infradian rhythm. And then the um, rhythm that everyone is on is circadian. But the the hormonal fluctuations is called an infradian rhythm, which which, um, you know, biologically female people have. Um, so you have both. So just- women have both. Yeah. Yeah. Or people with a uterus have both. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been trying to not say women when I'm referring to someone with a cycle, because there's lots of people with cycles that don't identify mm-hmm. that way. Um, but yeah, we are more complex. We have two. It's like, imagine a syncopated, like a rhythm, you know, two rhythms going one fast and one slower. Is the circadian time. natural or is that taught? It's natural. That's like okay. when your, you know, melatonin stops producing in the morning because the sunlight and starts mm. producing in the night. Those I are see. circadian rhythms. But we as a society follow that rhythm too, right? Well, yes, because our whole society is shaped on just the masculine Male. side. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's why we don't have a work week that schedules in the hormonal fluctuations mm. of a person with a uterus this mm-hmm. masculine driven it started masculine and it's that's the way it's set up i've wow. been loving creating businesses with women because we're like like leah and i do this we're like i'm bleeding so heavily we have <laughs> to reschedule to in my bed. Yeah. yeah and it's fine we get we get the same shit done, it done. we just do it on the schedule of the like rhythm and when we're actually feeling inspired and better so what do you think society would be like if we switched away from circadian? Oh, you mean when we do? 
Did I, did I say when or if? <laughs> I think uh, I think it's it will happen after this shift that we're in when we come out of like this virtual world, COVID world. I think we'll have a more I don't know open minded system maybe of creating our own hours more I mean things are more virtual yeah I I could see that where we've we've started to establish um it doesn't really matter where you are it just matters when you are like what time zone are you in because we're all connecting virtually so we don't have to meet face to face but um the timing matters but like because we're instantly going global now it's like you can craft that timing. I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, I, I feel like I'm more in flow with my cycle than ever since quarantine mm-hmm. because I, I have more flex. I mean, on the one hand, I have less work, unfortunately. Too much flexibility. Too much flexibility. <laughs> but on the other hand, I'm now adapting. And since I'm adapting, I'm shaping the new projects the way that makes sense for my body. Mm. Do you think, because that's really rad, but do you think <laughs> the feminine energy that you described or that I feel is does it need to be around people? Like, is it effective digitally? Is it like mm. more impactful or, you know, does it need people? Does Ooh. it need face to face? That's such a good like body, question. literally flesh. And smell is such a big part of human interaction too, which we don't get virtually. I think it's, um, I think it is possible because like Leah and I have hosted moon circles with women mm-hmm. across the world and we connect and you get goosebumps and you feel each other. Mm-hmm. So I think it can happen virtually. And I think, um, I think it is kind of like, Oh, the divine feminine energy would do this like an unexpected way of creeping in. Like <laughs> we're <right>. here. Yeah. <laughs> almost like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like an antivirus <laughs> software virtually. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, speaking of female energy, you worked with two female powerhouses on Pen15, and I fucking love that show. Oh, my God. I just looked at the clock. It's 420. Okay. What happens now? Just for that. (laughs) Oh, fine. Fine. Wait, did we all just take out our weed? (laughs) I think Sam grabbed a beer. Okay. Sorry, Sam. That works, Um, too. I'll smoke this beer. Yeah, smoke that beer. Smoke that beer. Smoke that Stella. Oh my god, I bet beer companies are going to start doing weed. Just watch. Oh. Pretty smart. Wait. Like weed and like they'll make beer? Probably, yeah. Wow. Or I just created it and I'm a millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> well, I also love Pen15. Oh, it's you guys are very nice. What's that? You're very nice. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? It's different. We're also just smart. Mm. Oh yeah. We have good taste. We have good taste. And I, and I know a ton of our listeners love the show and like, Mm -hmm. especially love that there was a witch episode. Yes. (laughs) Wanted to talk about that for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Well, where should we start? I mean, like, I kind of want to, I know a little bit of the behind the scenes, um, knowing Maya and Anna and Sam, but, um, I feel like there's been magic behind the show. I mean, 
What do you, what do you feel like has been magical about the journey? Well, I still get tripped out when people have seen the show. You're like, really? Still blows my mind. (laughs) Like it's still so weird because when we started Hannah and I and myself last first season, and it would just be the three of us editing on a couch with like Maya's Mm. brother having no idea, like no one really, even at Hulu, only a couple people I felt like knew what we were doing, mm-hmm. what it was. And I never thought anyone would see it. I thought mm. if they saw it, people would like dig it. Cause I knew it was funny. I knew Ann and Maya were hilarious and we brought it. Like we, tri- we put so much heart and soul and we, I did feel like there was magic, but I certainly did not think this many people mm. would find it somehow. So that's certainly magical. Um, yeah, it still blows my mind to this day. It doesn't feel real. <laughs> Even when you two are like, we, we've seen it. We love yeah. it. That's I know, I know that feeling. Yeah. It's, it's seriously so funny and heartfelt and it captures oh. the feeling of being a tween in the nineties and like all the angst, so much angst that I still feel. Why do I still feel it? <laughs> you're always, cause we're always 13. I know, <laughs> isn't that? We're just drinking beer now. Well, Can I was drinking up. beer then too. Yeah, actually. but we're allowed to now. <laughs> True. They let us. Doesn't that feel still exciting? Like you yes. can just crack open your own beer at home. Right. It does still feel exciting. I think that's um, in a similar way, like it doesn't feel real. I still get excited that I don't have homework and that <laughs> I like a Sunday night is not a bad night. Yeah. Oh, and that when summer ends, it just means the sun sets earlier. It doesn't mean <laughs> I cry and go back to school. Like, oh, I would have tantrums right before the start of school each year because I hated school so much. Yeah. I hated it. So how did you guys feel about school growing up? Oh, I hated it. I wanted to be in LA acting forever. Um, I mostly, I didn't mind it. I could be with like my friends. I didn't like the schoolwork part. Mm-hmm. By the end of the summer, I was at that age, I was excited to like get school supplies and mm. like see everyone and maybe get like a new outfit if I was yeah. like Target. Mm-hmm. So sort of dug that moment, the transition. Mm-hmm anticipation like this could be anything I want like this year could change my life I could finally be cool the you know person I have a crush on this year I'll finally be cool of course you know (laughs) it just beats you down immediately and then you hate it yeah (laughs) (laughs) there are touches of like you know like Sisyphus where you're just like I I could rock up the mountain yeah yeah I could make it yeah. The top. <laughs> oh. Damn. Yeah. I loved new school outfits. That was the best. Mm. Come in all, all my limited to just swagging out in sequins. Well, you know, I learned that um, girls had it way harder than most guys. When did you learn that? Through working on the show. Oh, like, yeah. My, my stories were just kind of. Um, not so fraught with mm. just wild energy and swings. And I, I was incubated by like my three other weird guy friends. And as long mm. as we had each other kind of whatever, but mm. um, 
at least through all the writers, you're just like, oh my Lord, how did you come out the other side? <laughs> oh, literally. I, when I, so I don't want kids. I'm antinatalist, but, and I have been like forever, <laughs> but when I imagine like, oh my God, what if I had a child? I imagine myself as a teen and how many times I could have, and maybe should have died, like just so mm-hmm. reckless, so reckless. Um, and it's like, I'm amazed that I didn't die. And you're talking physically physically dying. Yeah. Like I have, uh, you know, blacked out project, like blacked out vomiting experiences Mm -hmm. as a young teen in Ohio. Like you're, you know, you're bored growing up there and you just Mm -hmm. do bad things. Um, Same with Pennsylvania. I could have died. Yeah. And you know, gosh, just when you look back, it's sad. I think uh, this is why I recommend Descansos for women. It's the practice of marking every grave site of your life. Every time you've died, women have died like thousands of times by the time they're 21. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's important to like grieve that because we, we get I mean, you know this now from working on the show and you guys displayed this so well in the show. Like I cried so much watching your comedy, you know, because Mm -hmm. I've had those Mm -hmm. same things of like uh, the whole school talking about you and making fun of you for something sexual about you or something different. And you have to either act like you don't know or like you don't care. And that's more for girls growing up. Yeah. Yeah. What was interesting is I was on the other side of that. Like I had to take a look, like our very first Mm -hmm. episode was about making fun of how ugly Maya was. And Mm -hmm. that was from me in middle school being one of those guys, Mm -hmm. making fun of a girl Mm -hmm. and looking back brutally honest at myself and being like, Mm what about that other person? Like you're laughing with your friends, but there is another person who's with feelings over with feelings yeah. who is dying. And yeah. part of that is like looking at, uh, and my brother even reached out to me after the show. He was like, it, it made me rethink so many of <gasps> my, um, really ugly mm. parts of my character at that age mm-hmm. as a man, you know, that's about- incredible. That's yeah. so important. That's magic that that you influenced him that way, and I'm sure others. Yeah. Then, yeah. Well, you hopefully. I don't know if it's just you know guys and and girls at that age just mm-hmm. suck because they're trying to survive themselves and they're so yeah. sad and full of fear yeah. themselves. I don't know yeah. if that kind of message gets to break through to the people <laughs> when it's happening, or yeah. if it's with perspective and age, you sort of have to like confront the crap that you did try to Mm -hmm. see it from another side and maybe be better yeah when I look back on like middle school I it feels and after what you said about your group of guy friends it feels as if the experience is like generally speaking if you if you were a guy and you have guy friends that's your group but as a girl it felt like every man for themselves Mm. And we would have friends and there are like girl groups, but even within that, there's just like, naturally women are pitted against each other, especially girls are pitted against each other as far as looks or who's smart or who's funny or this and that, that I feel like guy groups of friends don't get as much. So it, it, yeah, it's so sad what we have to 
go through? Do we have to go through it? I don't know. Is it changing? There's much more pressure on girls. Like so much more. It blows my mind. How do you, you know, one extra pressure could break you, you know? Right. Hey, it's like, man, I do not need one more bad thing to happen. Yeah. I actually wanted to ask you before you even brought it up, were there any stories that you pitched that made it into the show that like were based on your actual experience of middle school? Yeah. I mean, most of the Sam character who, that's me, you know? Yeah. Sam. That's like, he's like the more charming, cute Hollywood version of me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, in this season, I remember, so one of my best friends in sixth and seventh grade was closeted and he taught me how to masturbate. And I didn't know he was gay at the time. And we'd watch like Playboy on Mm -hmm. his basement and like, we would be on separate couches. And he told me recently, he was like, yeah, I mean, I, I was totally turned on by the fact that mm. you were there and we were both uh. in this sexual act. And, mm. and, uh, and I found that kind of sweet, you know, yeah. like scary or weird, but just like you had that special moment kind of for yourself. And that was probably hard, mm. but um, that, and, and so, you know, I don't know how I would have reacted at that age, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I took stories like that and, and put mm-hmm. it in. That's so beautiful. And what's like, I, thank you for sharing that and talking about it because um, it's something I've come to realize through just uh, discussions with new friends. Like we all have homosexual experiences at a young age, pretty much all of us. And I think a lot of people block it out. I mean, maybe you wouldn't call that a homosexual experience, but I mean, like you grow up and girls are put with girls and guys are put with guys Mm -hmm. and you're curious. And I just like that you casually can talk about that because that is totally a thing. Guys masturbating in the same room when they're little, like most guys or something it's, it's homoerotic. It's yeah. And girls kiss at sleepovers like all the time. Yeah. If no one knows that, like, then you're a guy. I know a lot of girls who are for, their first kiss was a guy, <laughs> was a girl. I mean, sorry. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then he has stories of just the most straight jock guys, you know, totally hooking up. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He'd be like, "You have no idea how many like guys have you know mm-hmm. looked down on me that you think are like the straightest." Mm-hmm. most cool guy and I'm like I I am shocked but you know that's life you know that's mm-hmm. like what we do we're freaky little weird humans with you know things yes. and you, God bless us all for that you know yeah mm-hmm. but it kind of blew my mind I guess I was sheltered or something I have no idea well and shame is actually what keeps us like from admitting that like that's held in the dark for a reason because people are probably ashamed which shouldn't be which is why like it's so important for us to be speaking about homosexual desires and how they're normal and sexuality is a spectrum yeah full on 100 percent. like we're 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 just so maybe weird is the bad word but i mean it in a loving way like we're all like sweet you know just we're doing, we're into weird stuff. <laughs> yes. There's no exception and ugh, 
it's just it's like I forget who I heard talking about this, but they were saying like um it shouldn't even be called kink because everyone has a kink. Like every mm. <laughs> everyone, if you're if you're not completely numbed out, if you're able to feel pleasure in your life, like you have a kink. Maybe yes. you didn't maybe you didn't explore it yet, but you fucking have one. So kink is not shouldn't even be a word you know what's that it's kind of fun though too it's so fun body whatever word you want to say you know (laughs) like Like pleasure is pleasure and beauty are why we don't kill ourselves Mm. the only reason if they weren't here we'd all kill ourselves why the fuck would we be here doing this so if you can access pleasure and beauty why not Mm. yes I'll That's how I day. feel. Drink to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Well, it's also the mystery thing. Like it's so, mm. what what forms your kink, so to yeah. speak? That's mysterious as hell too. Or, mm-hmm. you know, why the captain of the football team wants to, you know, give oral sex to the closet gay mm-hmm. kid. That's a beautiful mystery, you know? <laughs> what you know it's kind of boring almost to break it down right scientifically like I'd rather just let Mm -hmm. it be wild reasonable yeah wild Mm -hmm. Wild. yeah Yeah. so can Uh. you both tell me and tell listeners how you met yeah um well Sam is in a group of friends that I've had for like a long since I was 15 or 16 back in New York but I didn't meet you until I was in LA, right? We never met in New York. No, I was an LA guy. Right. Um, and then met all these New York, mostly actors when they all kind of made a big wave over here to all the New Yorkers do eventually. And (laughs) that's Maya and Anna are in those group of friends that all migrated. Yeah. (laughs) I was back in New York watching that happen. And I was like, get me the fuck over there. (laughs) I actually graduated early because I was like, same as Leah, my dream was always to get to LA. So yeah. Yeah. Do you you have a preference? Well, Sam's an LA guy. You went to USC, right? I went to USC. So, but I'm from Missouri. So when you were talking about like Ohio. Where my boyfriend's from. Yeah, I know. Like we're, it's so weird there. It's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) How, how, how you just have to go to the dark side. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I've been out here for almost 20 years, so I don't even call that home at all. Right. Mm, Right. Um, And then, you know, we met through the mutual friends. And then the first thing we worked together on was little things, right? Yeah. 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 Your production designs, this web yeah. series, other friends were doing and everyone just kind of helped each other with their projects. It's kind of a very yeah. thing. And so people are just kind of around and um, being artistic together. It's yeah. Kind of I love it. Thing, you know, and I believe that um, creating film is an alchemy of sorts for you. Oh my God. Yes. Like Mm. in a way that I almost need to be careful with, like (sighs) that's kind of a respect and like bow down to like, sometimes I'll call it this, the goddess of cinema or the film God or gods. And you're referring to just something that, cause you're, what you're trying to do is create, like create a new world or reality within Mm this reality and and this reality is like what do you think you're doing 
you cannot control this. We have control. And so it'll throw all sorts of just insane curveballs at you and you're holding on for dear life or you're just respecting it and going along with the ride and you're saying, okay, I'm at your mercy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll try, but I'm going to not try to, I'm going to go with the current a bit. Mm-hmm. Sort of learn to let go. And because I've been on the other side where you're trying to force your, your real mm-hmm. world, so to speak, your invented world. And that just does not work out. Mm. it's more fun it's more fun to be surprised and to like have it come from whatever goddess energy mm-hmm. like that's more interesting to me than my own boring mind you know mm. <laughs> so that sounds like surrender to me right like just letting go and being like you're bigger than me <laughs> just enjoying that more like just respecting it more and being yeah. like you're whatever you're doing is more interesting and I like unpredictability in that you know, but that, that didn't come naturally to me. So actually in, um, in pen 15, in that witch episode, yeah, um, that whole episode had such witchy energy, every scene. Cause we shot like, we'd shoot. Vendi Wiccany, right? Wiccany. She was for <laughs> sure. So we'd shoot like, um, every episode, you know, we could be shooting for, from four different episodes a day, three or four, right. like we could be shooting episode a sleepover episode and then a pool episode and then a witch episode, but all in the same day. So different scenes, but every time it would come to Fendi Wiccany, something super weird would happen. So like in the greenhouse scene where they're like, Should we yeah, yeah, yeah. that was so funny. Um, it's so goofy. I love it. Um, <laughs> but we're, while we were shooting that the entire sky changed to like orange and green and like I have video of this behind the scenes video of just the trees shaking and the sky I'm like this is nuts and my and uh, Rachel you know Andy Razutsky yes oh my god I love Andy photographer a beautiful man oh beautiful man just shaking the camera like feeling this wind weird super bizarre energy and um you know, because we trust each other, I'm like, yeah, go for it. Like, yeah. Ride it, ride it, whatever. That, the, it's not planned, but this is awesome and go with it. You know, and it was super cool. <gasps> Do you think, think it was the goddess of cinema blessing you? <laughs> like, what did you think blessing. during that time? I was like, you know, you just kind of smile and you have goosebumps and you're like, don't even think too much. Just mm. let, let her do her thing. She's coming in and yeah. ride it out. And whether it's a lucky accident, I don't even care. I don't want to know. It's here and just, you know, enjoy it. But that kept wow. happening. So. Oh, that's so Very cool. cool. Yeah. Well, you can feel that energy. I mean, now I'm like, I want to rewatch it again, that episode. Mm-hmm. But but that, that uh, I mean, I don't know. All the episodes have that where the energy is so spot on. Like, I mean, Maya and Anna are amazing um, and all mm-hmm. of you, but knowing that behind the scenes, I can, I can like rewatch it in my mind and feel how the characters were talking about, like, it's working those moments when they really mm-hmm. believe the witchcraft is working. Like, well, cause you guys were feeling it on set that it was kind of working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of like, what do they call it? Parallel processing where it's like oh. content and the thing you're working on are sort of mm. together. And, um, you know, I don't like to kind of overthink it. I don't like to even say, yes, that's exactly what happened or no, Mm -hmm. it was lucky. I just 
want to not get me in the, in the middle of it. I just want yeah. to stay out of its way. Do you believe in witchy kind of spooky experiences or have you ever witnessed something else like that? Um, I mean, that, that was special. And I, I'm like naturally a skeptic. I'm mm. very, I'm very much like, but at the same time, I'm much more intrigued by a world with magic. And there's enough sort of things that I've read to make me want to believe it and mm. sort of have to listen. You're like, you have to listen. If enough people have these things, like all these people are not making that up. Mm. Um, I did have like a, I don't know if this is in the same arena as what you're talking about, but I had a scary thing. Um, you guys have had sleep paralysis, right? Yeah, like, I have. Not personally, but heard about it. Okay, so sleep paralysis is like when you're kind of in between waking up and sleeping, but you cannot move at all. And so in all of these cultures, there's sort of explanations for this because this is a universal thing. Mm -hmm. And I for sure saw my girlfriend at the time standing over my bed and I just could not move. And it's not like she did anything good or bad, but it spooked me out enough where I could not continue with her. I was like so frightened and it's so terrible. Oh, but, I but, did not but, know that. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, like, you know that. when you have like a dream and you're, it could be a great dream. Like you dream and then you totally changes your perspective of a person. It's like, yeah. oh. um, this had a really bad effect. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that, I mean, I would consider that a really spooky experience. And I, ah, I will ask you off air because I, I'm like, I think I know who it is, but you don't know who it is. I don't know I, who it is. Okay. You know, no, it was, it was a long time ago. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Got you. Wow. <laughs> what do you think was the reasoning for all that? Or like, it could have been know. some message of like a warning or it could be simply bad luck for her. It's <laughs> 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 been some wrong dream, wrong time. <laughs> like it could have been something else, but it must have spoken to some instinct. Yeah. About this person, mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I believe in dreams as far as um, symbolism as like a Rorschach test to kind of mm -hmm. feel what you feel afterwards. Um, and I'm an instinct person. I think, I think probably you guys as creatives, mm -hmm kind of really have to trust your instincts, you know, and I'm no different. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you look for signs in your everyday life or do you follow them? I recently have tried to bring in almost like totems of things that I've experienced like symbolically oh. and hold on to them, even just as sort of reminders. Like, so right now I have, just this little amethyst sitting at my desk. Beautiful. And all it is is like reminding me of um, some sort of rounded, mm. you know, I had, I had seen myself through sort of like, how do I ground myself when I'm nervous? Because I have like a lot of anxiety, even though I'm calm. Seeming yeah. to yeah. you, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> I have plenty. So this, like, I have little things that just sort of remind me that I'm just like a fine, full thing. Mm -hmm. So I, I hold on to them. I love crystals, even though I'm not sort of 
I don't know a lot about them. I don't like worship them, but they're nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm pulled to them a little bit. And they're doing something for you. So what does it matter? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They for sure are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. Man, you're tapped in, Sam. Like <laughs> because the fact that you know like spirit sort of spiritually or energetically to bow down to feminine energy, like even women need to bow down to feminine energy it's so vast and, and dark and great and mysterious. Like, and then that you can use words like, oh, I feel drawn to it. And you make intuitive decisions. Like, I just think you're really tapped into your feminine energy. Mm. For sure. I mean, that's why I had long hair forever. Yeah. Have, and the word is like anima, you know, the Italian word for soul and the feminine part of the soul in man. And I, have always related to that very much. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, it. Do you, it. Cause I didn't grow up with that really. Do you yet. have like phantom hair now where you still feel like you have long hair sometimes? <laughs> yeah. Like I'll be like, Oh yeah, that was so easy. I didn't need to move anything out of my way, you know, like, yeah. without having to like hold it up. <laughs> Jealous. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of great. <laughs> I'm not happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> we all miss it because I don't know, even, even, um, even women or, or kind of social outcasts did, I sensed, trust me and like me more when I had long hair. It almost felt like this olive branch to be like, you have feminine energy. You're okay. You're not you're like, safe. Scared. You're not going wow. like, to hurt me. Um, not that that should always be trusted. You know, there's bad of all sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did feel like it was kind of an easy almost even though like superficial way of being like, I'm good. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, that's cool. No, I think that's real. I totally yeah. think that's real what you're describing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I just look like some guy from Missouri, which is fine too. <laughs> 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 but I have to go out of my way to be like, I'm cool. I get the feminine energy. <laughs> but then you're that weird guy at the party telling people that you're cool. You're feminine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, on the subject of feminine energy, that made me think of relationships. And I, I have never really sat down to talk with you about this, but I venture to guess you have an open-minded view of relationships. And I'm curious what your kind of take is on the modern dating scene and love. Yeah. I mean, I believe that men should own women and <laughs> okay. um, gosh, it's, it's so, it's so evolving. It's so changing. Like I was, I don't know, I'm sure like in Ohio and Pennsylvania, you had your ideas and just in, any, from anywhere growing up in the time we grew up in, you have ideas about love and family mm-hmm. and what that should be. And, and certainly I, you know, but, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what I feel. I, consider myself you know, I, I always figured I'd be like I'd have a family with children just because that's what I grew up with mm-hmm. but as time goes by I'm looking around and being like well, I don't have any of that so like, <laughs> I, maybe I'm not meant for that or maybe that'll happen um but I've had you know it's tough because every relationship I've been in 
at first you start to think like, oh, every person I date is the same as the last one. Mm. And that was confusing at first as Mm. like a single person starting to date. And so you'd make so many mistakes trying to correct for the past. And it's kind of another way of letting go of like, this person is going to come with their own shit mm-hmm. and I'm going to come with my shit. And, you know, Fresh start. what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. You're different and you want something different. Maybe you want monogamy. Maybe you hate monogamy. Like how's that? It's kind of relationship specific to me, like mm. kind of what we each need at the time and that's going to mm. change and like even just knowing that that's going to change mm-hmm. and i don't know i think i think each one is its own mm-hmm. beast its own mystery which I'm- is why communication is so important right and telling your partner what kind of relationship you want yeah yeah um and then it's going to change even within that probably so mm-hmm. kind of like um, you know, it's like, you don't want to grab, you don't want to grab it. You want to just sort of respect it. And so mm-hmm. it's not, not that that's an easy thing to do right? at all. Like, I don't know what I'm doing every time out. It, it's almost like, um, relearning or, or like almost doing some sort of art project. Like each time you're like, I don't know how to write a movie. I have no idea, <laughs> but I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I'm in a relationship. I don't know. I'm only going to make so many mistakes. And right. Hope that you get a little bit better about talk and being honest <laughs> a little bit better about that and being like a little bit more fearless with your honesty, mm-hmm. which is like so scary. I don't know how, <sighs> You can just do it so easily, but it's fucking scary. It is mm-hmm. scary. I, I did it too much sometimes in my yeah. past, and I had to learn to not be um, overtly forthcoming if it wasn't actually helping because mm. I was sometimes too honest <laughs> early on with people. Mm. I learned I like on that line because like not right. everyone's ready for that, you know. Exactly. You could get there, but yeah, it, it's honesty is scary. <laughs> I know. I know. It's also freeing though. Yeah. It sets you free. I feel like people, you know, it gives you a vulnerability in a great way where people mm-hmm. really respond to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honesty is kind of a turn on. Like if <laughs> like, Honesty is yeah. hot. <laughs> honesty is a kink. Hot. <laughs> That's my kink. Damn, I'm not into you at all anymore. I'd be like, damn, it's so hot. I meant, I meant, I meant to, ah, brutal honesty. (laughs) It's BDSM mixed with truth telling. Yeah, truth is BDSM. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, Sam, have you ever had your cards read or gone to a psychic or anything like that before? Literally never. Oh, oh exciting. So naive and so new and fresh. <gasps> I've never been against it. I just kind of just never happened in my life. Okay. I love it. I think, I think let's, today's the day. Let's oh give God. you a double reading. Um, I felt called to this deck. I almost never pull from, but it's the love tarot and it's, um, it's Morgan's tarot, which is like a seventies. And mm. I feel like you're very seventies. So, and then I got the Iris deck. 
by Mary Elizabeth Evans. So we will pull your cards for you. Is there something on your heart or on your mind that you would like to ask about? Um, there is, but I don't know if I can say it aloud. That's okay. You can give us just a, a hint. Okay. Also, you can be like asking it in your head and you don't have to tell us. And then you just explain how it applied. You can be as vague or specific yeah. as you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Oh, or if you give us the category, like, is it within family, love, career, money? There's, there's, we're working with love. Okay. Love. Okay. And I was called to this deck. Oh. <laughs> like, love deck. All right. I can't, I can't say it. No, that's okay. It's going to be said deeply within my heart. And I'll okay. that you guys will pick up. Yes. That. We will. I feel like their name starts with an A. Is that true? <laughs> um, okay. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's within a, you know, it's within some, a good short, small amount of love. Oh, okay. <laughs> Beginning of the alphabet. Okay, I'm really cool. reaching. You know. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to reach. <laughs> Okay, Leah, let me know when you're ready. And we're all going to do an inhale together. Let's go. Okay. <sighs> I was like, dosy doing, but I got the card. <gasps> and there I was surrounded. Oh. And it's a big flower surrounded by little flowers, oh, blossoms. Okay. And then I pulled number 37, Rainbow Bridge. Damn, Rainbow Bridge has been coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously Rainbow Bridge is often associated with pets, pets dying. So I'm wondering if this person is related to animals in any way, likes animals, animal lover. Definitely. Gardening okay. too? Or like a, a vegan? I'm getting into plants i've never been able to oh so that's me okay okay cool within me and without me i love that okay so let's look up what they mean love it okay this is rainbow bridge taking a step into the unknown can feel like falling if you move towards what you believe to be right Solutions will appear where you wouldn't expect them. What appears out of nowhere to catch your eager feet can be even more wonderful and magical than you could have imagined. You are so brave for making moves that seem dangerous and unpredictable. I believe in you. That's great. I mean, that's what we talked about. The fucking same thing to hear. (laughs) And the Mm -hmm. mystery, the unknown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and trusting it. Uh Uh-huh that it's actually in your best interest Leah feeling good about that thank you okay good good good. (laughs) feeling good okay wow I'm still trying to find this one we're almost there I'm sure (gasps) what the hell okay hold on this is a difficult book because there's no numbers oh dang but I'll get there um can you tell us how like vaguely how that applied also it's magical how the sunset looks behind me throughout our call it looks really pretty um how it applies i mean are you 37 years old yeah are you serious (laughs) 
Wait, why? Leah's just really good at Holy numbers. Shit. Well, because I pulled the card 37. Oh, that's wild. and then I was like, wait, I'm just gonna ask how old he- wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were kidding when you said yes. No. You guys, I don't know what to tell you. Like this description of this card is not in this book. So I guess you have to that surrender. Means- yeah, that must mean something. Isn't that what it was? Like surrender? that has to mean something. It was, and there I was surrounded. Oh, surrounded. <gasps> there we go. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> honesty okay honesty I I did find it (laughs) surrounded by the various and sometimes bizarre creatures of nature I received a message it said you and the earth are one how does that make you feel is it totally speaking to just your gardening it's speaking to a fear I had last week of of not being myself and what I envisioned is holding on to this branch in this brook as water was passing through me. <laughs> this I know this yeah, yeah. no this is beautiful like far out um and like too convenient. But I was literally like why does this feel right? And I was like because that's that is me. Um, so anything with nature and like is me mm-hmm. why I have my little my little amethyst with me Aww. that's me too right oh my wow. gosh so also, I've been deprived of nature because of like I have not been because of COVID yeah mm-hmm. I, I'm great I'm like thirsty as hell for water and mm. roots and everything nature well I hope you're still drinking water you can still do that okay I did not realize <laughs> I thought that was bad for off the table COVID. so I have not had a sip of no water, one can drink water all year <laughs> must oh. be dehydrated you know as fuck very dry you know what's concerning is that like LADWP keeps emailing me the tap water's fine to drink it's like just don't email me yeah, I assume it is. <laughs> you keep telling me it's okay and it's making me scared. Now I feel like it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Next okay, one. So- we promise it's yeah. fine. Yeah, stop freaking out. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Like, well, I wasn't. <laughs> you can drink it. Okay. So, not knowing your specific question, the cards have told you that you're one with the earth, your grounding is what's working. You're on the right path and um, keep going towards the unknown mystery. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's dangerous and just still do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Do it even with the risk Uh involved. And you're brave. You're brave for doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so So beautiful. I don't know why I don't do this every day. Yeah, right? (laughs) Is there a limit? Like, are you only supposed to be reading, you know, every, no, um, no. every season? Oh, no, no, you can do it as much as, as you feel. It's intuitive. You. But Sam, you can join our Patreon if you want to get monthly card readings from us. Uh, <laughs> Plug. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this one plays out. Like, if it yeah. takes a dark turn. All right. All right. Let us know. Like, Let oh, us know. No, I can't. So better be good. <laughs> 
Well, (laughs) let's plug it in because we're already there. Like where can listeners find you? And I mean, you guys, Pen15, if you haven't already seen it, it's on Hulu. Hello. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. Um, Enjoy the wonderful Anna and Maya 15 on Hulu. And, um, you know, I live near Rachel. So you can find me there too. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. And in closing, we're all going to say our basic blessing. This is something we're each grateful for today. I have mine. I'm so grateful. I got to pass my parking meter um, credit to someone else today. And his smile was like so big. And it just made me so happy to be like, fuck the parking system. I'm giving the money to someone else. Yes. So I'm grateful the timing lined up that he could pull into my spot. Love that. Um, I'm grateful today for someone I just found out about. Maybe you both know about her, Victoria Woodhull, who was the first woman to ever run for president. But of course, no one knows about this. It was in the 1800s, I think 1847. I did a table read earlier this morning, a whole script about her. And she was a, a spiritualist. Like, that's what she called herself. So she, I think, was a witch. She... I think she would call herself that. She was clairvoyant and um, yeah, she ran for president and no one took her seriously, of course, at that time, but a trailblazer and yeah, grateful for her. (laughs) So as you can see, the scope is really open on the basic blessing. (laughs) It could be anything you're grateful for. (laughs) This is going to be, you know, it's just so true. I'm sorry. It's going to sound like a cop out, but it's not. I'm such a, hermit in my life and like meeting two witches tonight has been so fun and like what a awesome part of life that I never thought I would do or feel okay with and it's you guys are nothing but warm to me and it was just so pleasant and I could be myself and um, so I'm super grateful just for how great and strange life is that this happened tonight. (laughs) I love it too. (laughs) Love you so much, Sam. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic Witches.